greetings yeah. and salutations. Absolutely, we're doing we're doing we're doing this again. Here, we're still here. Here we are, still doing it. And we're still doing another episode of Who's Your Brother? I am the older of the two brothers. My name's Christian. I'm the younger of the two brothers. My name is Evan. And Christian, can you believe it? We're still here, still doing the thing, still making the jokes. I know, I know. This has got to be like episode. 12 or 13 maybe i should probably actually know how many episodes we've done i mean there is that lost christmas e- there is a lost christmas episode too so. that is true that is true we've got we've got the lost episode in the uh, somewhere buried in the ether the sun, yeah so, some somewhere in the afterlife it exists in the void cthulhu's <laughs> listening to it uh oh well, pretty good stuff i gotta say guys it's right. funny keep it up right yeah no this will definitely drive people to madness i'm a fan <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But, but we're yeah, still doing so, it. You know what? hmm? What's that, Evan? Yeah, you know, but you know what? We, I, my, my, my dear, dear brother, I mm-hmm. would like to say, so we, you know, we've done this for however many episodes it's been. <laughs> um, we've done this for insert number of episodes here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Over 10. I know that much. There we go. We've got that. Um, and we have received our first little bit of feedback on mm. our wonderful podcast. Um, Hooray! And that has been um, a dear friend of mine. I will not name names. I'm not going to put you on blast for the full internet to hear. Um, mm. However, a dear friend of mine was like, hey, you're called Who's Your Brother? Why don't you mention the Midwest, you know, your or your home state of Indiana? Mm. And so I would like to take a second and I would like to address this criticism. And I would like to address this criticism in a certain way and say that there is absolutely nothing to goddamn talk about. It is the Midwest. There is a reason it is known as flyover country. Have you been to the states of Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, or Ohio? You have been to the exact same state. They copied and pasted the same state five times. Now, I'll say this. I've been to Minnesota, and there's some difference there. Uh, Their winters are much harsher because they're practically Canada, and there are a bunch of lakes. So, But, yeah, Indiana, most of Illinois, Ohio, that's uh, – and I've only been to Wisconsin a few times, but, yeah, also mostly Wisconsin. Wisconsin's like – man, I hope we don't have any fans from Wisconsin because Wisconsin's like Minnesota's less cooler brother. (laughs) Like, hey, we're all so cold and we love cheese up here. What else? Yep. We have, uh, I think. Jeffrey Dahmer was here from here? Do we, do we, have, a, do we have a sports team? I, I, I think we do. The Packers. It's a whole thing. Cheese heads. <laughs> See, the cheese. It's always the fucking cheese. It's the cheese. Well, okay. But the well, Vermont <laughs> also has the cheese. Yeah, and what am I saying? We're Indiana. What do we have? The corn. We've got the corn, baby. Children of the corn. That's what oh, we are. Oh, yeah. I uh, I actually uh, planted some corn in my garden uh, over the past week, so. <laughs> Good blessing I, your rights, man. Hey, man. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm from Indiana. I need to grow corn. <laughs> my mom had a funny thing where random corn stalks just kept growing in her yard because she had put out like a couple corn cops to like feed some squirrels i think and they kept dropping little corn bits throughout the yard so occasionally she would just have stalks just pop up randomly because the dirt here just loves corn that's why we're known for corn because this is the place for corn y'all well yeah it is Mm. oh man i don't even think like and and that's the thing too i don't even know there's like some sort of like beef or something with like another state that's like oh no our corn's better because ours is like the corn you eat whereas our like yours is like feed corn and i'm like i don't know it's all the same shit man i'm growing corn to eat so (laughs) fuck you (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't know who else grows corn. I'm not sure who else is like making their pride corn. All I know is that's definitely an Indiana thing. Because I mean, hell, that was what uh, was it? Indiana Beach used to say all the time. There's more than corn in Indiana. Oh yeah, God, I remember that commercial. Holy shit! Oh hey, there's a... yeah, that, there's a deep cut. There's a there's a Indiana only deep cut. That's a Hoosier deep cut. I have another one actually, and this is actually kind of more Indianapolis specific. Even, um, do you remember? Uh, God, the pool people. It's hot and you need a pool. Fuck yeah, I remember those people. Yeah. Oh, the Watsons. That's right, because they had the Watsons girl. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then she got involved in some scandal. I think she was cheating on her husband with a football player or something. I don't know. Watsons was like a staple of Indiana business. For years, I always saw them. It's hot and you need a pool. And then there was the Watsons girl in like a bikini trying to sell me a pool. But um, that's the funny thing. Every time my girl says, it's hot. I like just chime in and you need a pool. And then she just stares at me because she's from Virginia. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> they played those commercials for years. It's like an automatic response. Um, God, oh. dude, like, like daytime television, like, like, like the local networks too, mm-hmm. would just like mm-hmm. every time commercial break hit, you could guarantee you were going to get that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can get uh, a guarantee of a Watson's commercial on TV. And, um, what is it? The Shane center. 96th Street and Hague Road. That's what you can guarantee oh, on the radio. Yeah. There, there's some Indiana-specific stuff. There's some Hoosier content for you. Also, I've been meaning to research it. It's something we talked about when we fucking first started doing this thing. I've got to find out why there are two types of Pizza Kings in Indiana. It's true. I remember that. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. You've asked for Indiana-specific news. Next week, I am bringing you the deep... Di- well, not next week. Next episode, I am bringing you the deep dive into why there are two types of Pizza Kings in Indiana. Booyah, Evan's friend. I got you, fam. We're doing the real research out here. The real Indiana deep-cut research that I think maybe two people max actually care about <laughs> right well perhaps if we put this like in the search bar and whatnot people will be like oh my goodness pizza king and we'll go from like six listeners to ten hey hey it could happen mm-hmm. maybe i should actually start start sharing these episodes in like indiana specific groups or something who knows <laughs> start doing some actual promotion for this show we make <laughs> uh, it took so long to like get the recording down now now maybe next step we work on promotion Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that seems that seems it seems like a nice, easy stride to make, too. A natural step, if you will. I would say so. Mm-hmm. I would. I would say so. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, now, I believe if you have told me correct, you have yourself some uh, some Indiana news that you would like to share. Some uh, recent news that has come up. Oh yes. Uh, so. Uh, an Indiana, well, a Trump-appointed judge was not impressed with the way the uh, the Attorney General of Indiana tried to get TikTok banned in the state. Because Oh, do be, share with the class. Uh, because, you know, if there's anything that's posing a threat to our society, it's TikTok. Now, Absolutely. Now, I know there's, uh, there is some hubbub about them uh, stealing information and perhaps it going to the Chinese government, but... I would just like to go on record as saying that all social media sites steal your information and the American ones just sell it to the highest bidder. So that's the difference is that capitalism exists in our information stealing and that's why it's okay. True. Also, here's a fun fact for you. Um, At any point, every internet company that exists in America has the full legal right to just shut down your internet entirely. They do not have to provide a reason. They can just shut it down on a whim. Oh, uh, here's another fun fact. Never get a ring doorbell uh, because... 
part of their uh, agreement, part of the thing with uh, door, Ring Doorbell, uh, which I believe is a su- subsidiary of Amazon, is if the police ask for footage from the doorbell, they can just get it. They don't have to ask you for it. They can just ask Amazon, and Amazon will give it to them. And as you know, I'm a crazy leftist, and it's a cab around these parts. Fuck 12. Oh, so, oh, holy shit. You know, it's amazing you say that because, you know, being a delivery driver that I am, mm-hmm. most of the places that I deliver to have a ring doorbell or something akin to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know they're everywhere. One of my neighbors across the street, uh, when we first moved in, like that thing would ding, you know, every time it was alerted. And he had it set very high. So anytime somebody walked by the sidewalk, you would hear it ding. I think after like, God, it must have been. 10 months or something maybe a year it was a while like you would hear that thing yeah. ding. it wasn't terribly often but it was enough to be like jesus fuck man turn that <laughs> thing down but eventually it did go away but i'm uh, getting off topic because uh i just i'll just real quick summarize this apparently the uh, indiana attorney general gave like a 50 plus page fucking document to this judge about why they wanted to ban tiktok and it's mostly just posturing and fucking right-wing talking points and the word china is mentioned a bunch oh china communist party i believe is mentioned over a dozen times but they only have three pages or maybe three to five pages in this whole fucking document that actually mentions laws that they believe that uh tiktok is broken and it's about misrepresentations of where the information goes in their uh terms and services which nobody fucking reads anyway I mean, no, absolutely. Like, but I feel like maybe that needs to start changing a little bit of at least just like at least glancing at it and being like, okay, what am I actually agreeing to? But nobody's going to do it. You know, nobody does. I usually actually do try to kind of I'll, I'll definitely like scroll down it and see how long it is. And then I kind of read the headlines of the sections like, okay, well, this doesn't matter to me. This doesn't matter to me. Okay, what's this one say? I, uh, <laughs> I went to a, a dab bar. Do you know what dabs are? Is that like uh, the stuff you put in a vape pen of some kind or that's, something like that? that? That's right. Yeah, it's a it's a wax type stuff. It's really concentrated, you know, pot. But uh, yeah, okay. Uh, there was a dab bar that my buddy uh, found in Fountain Square, and I was like, "What? Weed's illegal here? What the fuck do you mean it's a dab bar?" So of course we had to go check it out, and it's of all course. you know, it's all like fake weed. You know, it's all that um, shit that they sell at smoke shops, THC. B or whatever you know it's like oh it's it's kind of weed you might get high but my buddies all claim they got high off it i took a hit and i don't know i didn't really get all that high but the funny thing is they make you sign a waiver and i went over the waiver because i was like what what waiver am i signing for this dab bar here like am i going to die from this (laughs) (laughs) what kind of chemicals are you asking me to inhale because that's what i always think when they offer me legal weed like oh you've you've manufactured something in a lab and you want me to put fire to it and inhale it I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah. But uh, either way, so, but in this fucking waiver you have to sign, there's a little subsection that says, hey, you might be committing a crime and you're okay with that. Like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because what they're doing, like, operates in a legal gray area right now. Like, it's not technically weed, but it's also not, not technically weed. <laughs> So, <laughs> I okay. <laughs> so yeah, that 
Yeah, so that, that's uh, the best part about glancing over your fucking uh, terms and services. Sometimes you find hilarious shit like, yeah, you might you might be committing a crime and you're signing a waiver that says you're okay with that. Like, yo, did y'all did y'all read this? Yeah, when I was like telling my buddies about, it, they're like, oh, I didn't even read it. Like, yeah, man, you should have. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh man, it's like um, it's like back when you were a kid and you mm-hmm. you know you played like you know CYO like like sports or whatever. Right. And so for some of them, you had to bring home like that slip that your parents had to sign. That was basically like if you get a concussion or break a bone, we are not responsible for that. Absolutely, I'm pretty sure everybody has to sign that when they sign their kids up for football because football is a fucking dangerous sport, even like at the fucking grade school level. Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's still amazing that like parents are just like, huh? What's this permission slip? Yep. Sign. Here yeah. you go. All right. Oh, what's this permission slip for? Like, oh, I want to play football. Like, well, that's American and healthy. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Get your concussion, Junior. Uh, it, so it's funny. Jesus. Like, I, uh, I've i seen, um, like, professionals and whatnot, professional uh, football players, coaches, players, the whole nine, and they talk about, like, oh, I wouldn't let my kids fucking uh, play this shit. They can play it in, like, high school if they want, but not before that. Like, it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like oh okay like they're like yeah no you shouldn't you shouldn't have little kids doing this that, that shit's fucked up <laughs> oh god truly outstanding phenomenal but yeah so uh the judge basically if memory serves basically just told them to like get their shit together yeah like uh, that that won't be doing it. oh no this was just the opening line so i guess the trial continues and this judge sure. was, was appointed by ugh, trump so <laughs> you would think that they would be, you know, like in line with being like, oh, yeah, let's just ban TikTok. Well, hey, you know what? I've been surprised by things before, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But, um, um, what was it? They uh, they just gutted the Clean Water Act. The Supreme Court did. I don't know if you heard about this. I don't think I did. No. What's up with this now? Okay. So in a five to four ruling, they basically uh, ruled that the word adjacent doesn't mean adjacent. Because there's um, rules about dumping chemicals into rivers and streams. And the Clean Water Act also said that it uh, would go for adjacent wetlands. Because if you dump into the wetlands, if you know anything about how fucking water flow works, it flows into the rivers and streams that are goddamn adjacent to it. Well, fucking, yes, it does. Well, fucking, um, I think it was Alito. One of the, the judges in their fucking ruling said that... Uh, Adjacent can only mean if there's water on the surface connecting it. So if you can't see any water connecting it, then it's not really next to it. And it's like, bro, bro, do you do you know how like saturation of the land and oh, oh, I think I think you missed like some basic fucking science there, my dude. Like like I am not a scientist, but I remember this shit. Like oh, the water goes into the soil and then eventually you know tracks downstream and then it all collects. That's that's how it works, man. Like if you put it into those wetlands next to a river, you are going to find it in that fucking river. But they they said that that's not the case anymore, so it's okay for people to fucking dump. They basically cleared out uh, protections for half the fucking wetlands that had been protected. I have memory serves. It's millions of acres of land that are now unfucking protected and it's okay to fucking dump chemicals there because you know fuck the environment and fuck us but <laughs> the strangest thing i think about this all is it was a five to four ruling and if you know how the supreme court sits it's six conservative judges and three liberals so one of the conservative judges actually sided with the liberals like yeah no you shouldn't dump wa- uh, waste into the wetlands and of all motherfuckers it was brett kavanaugh 
Wow, really? That shithead? Yeah, fucking um, accused rapist, Brett Kavanaugh, was the one. Because if memory serves, he's, he lives in Virginia, which has a fuck ton of wetlands. So he was at least yeah. smart enough to be like, hey, like this surface water thing, that's that's not going to cut it. Like that's not how water works. So, so I would like to take this time to, excuse me, compliment. No, no, no you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> compliment you Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> you got it out. You're fine. You're fine. You're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, I need a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Okay. You did it though. You did do it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, you know, everything's terrible and, uh. People do not care about the environment. We're all going to fucking die. Largely. But, uh, you know, what uh, the right's concerned about is TikTok and drag shows. Hey, guys, that's, that's the big concerns. Mm-hmm. Priorities, yeah. my man, priorities. Right, right. got to protect the kids from those dangerous, dangerous drag shows. Absolutely. God, I mean, kn- God knows what'll happen. God knows what'll happen. <laughs> They'll be safe at the drag show, but not at the church. <laughs> or at school. <laughs> Oh yeah, could die. Sorry, could... <laughs> yeah. you're gonna get molested at church, shot at school, and then you'll have a drag person read to you at the library, which is of course the most dangerous thing of all. Uh, I've God been, heaven. I sometimes I just hate social media. I've been seeing some people share some terrible fucking opinions on Facebook. Like, oh God, why why do I even sign on here? Uh, see, that's that's that that's my secret. My my whole thing is that I'm on a, I'm on basically one platform, and that is Instagram, and that is it. Mm. My thing with Instagram is I will, like, basically rapid-fire through people's stories just because I hate seeing the little, like, notification that it's there, a little red circle around their icon. I will just rapid-fire through them. Mm-hmm. If I see something that's, like, vaguely interesting, I'll stop, and I'll be like, okay, that's pretty neat, you know? Mm-hmm. But rapid-fire through the rest of it, I scroll until my feed changes into memes, and then I'm, I'm set, and it's like, all right, I have memes. This is it. I'm just going to distract myself. Oh, man. I haven't fucking really done Instagram in a while. Like, it's not bad, but, like, it's also owned by Facebook, and it... No, it is. It's under the... It's under the meta umbrella. Because <laughs> that's what it's called. It's 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 not it's no longer Facebook. The brand yeah. itself is meta. Because they really thought that metaverse was going to do something. Oh, man. Do you... <laughs> really did. My boy Marky Mark really thought it was going places. Oh, man. Do you know what my favorite part about that is? Like, recently, they've quietly basically just shelved the metaverse. Like, oh, this isn't fucking popping. I guess people didn't care about legs. Oh man, it was it's it's IHOB all over again. It's what? Do you not remember IHOB? IHOB? No, this is this is not ringing any bells. Remind me of the IHOB. Here we go. Okay, so this was a number of years ago. Now I think I was back in high school when this happened. Mm-hmm. IHOB, the International House of Pancakes, rebranded oh my to God, the I International know. House of Burgers. Yep. And changed their whole name to IHOB. And now here's the thing. They were ruthlessly mocked by literally everyone for this. Yeah, yeah. I... And so very quietly they were like, oh ha ha, it was just a joke. It was a it was it was a whole it was a scheme. It was a ploy. We're not really changed. That'd be dumb, right? That'd right. be so dumb if we actually did that. Right? That'd be so stupid. <laughs> Eyes twitching from side to side. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I I, I, I do remember. yeah. I remember IHOP. Don't think you're going to ever hide your shame from me. Right. Oh, Evan doesn't forget. <laughs> I don't forget, motherfucker. I don't remember that shit. 
Oh man, the IHOB. IHOB. Hey, let's go to IHOB because that's what I go to IHOB for is burgers. I definitely don't just go there at two in the morning because I'm slightly buzzed. I need a pancake. Right. Everybody's ah, oh, jeez. Are they even open at two in the morning anymore? Uh, they used to be back when I was back when I was at Ball State. Uh, yeah. They used to be they they used to be twenty four hours. I remember that. Oh yeah, pre pandemic stuff. Like nothing's really open late anymore. Right? I miss that. I miss that. There's like nothing really twenty four hours. But like I get it because worker shortages and you know as the working class, I support the solidarity. It's like hey, fuck those jobs anyway. Nah, that's true. It's true. I think Denny's is still like I think a number of Denny's locations still do twenty four seven. But that's because. I don't know, if you're at Denny's, whether you're working there or eating there, you're already dead inside, so what the fuck does 24 hours matter to you? Oh, uh, yeah. I was pretty dead inside when I used to eat at Denny's. <laughs> Everyone is. You don't go to Denny's. You end up at Denny's. <laughs> I did go to Denny's once when they had, like, a Hobbit breakfast because they had some pancakes or maybe some French toast that looked really interesting, and they did end up being really fire. But uh, other, than, other than that, yeah, no, I go to, I was going to Denny's at like three, four in the morning. Like, ah, I'm drunk. Let's go get some fucking Denny's. I need a grand slam. I think it was Pat Oswald who said that, like, uh, during like a comedy special he did, it was like, um, uh, they have the pictures on there for the menu, so you can just point to it really quick. You know, you don't even have to say the name of it. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it works great for drunk people. You know, you're, you're, you're pretty drunk. You're just like. That one. That one. This looks good. And of course, it always looks better in the picture than it does on the plate. Well, of course. Mm -hmm. They bring you the plate of it and you're like, oh, I don't know if I ordered this. What was this again? I know I did order this. (laughs) Shit. Oh, man. (laughs) Fucking, yeah. Food in restaurants uh, compared to menus is always like Tinder. You know, they put out the good picture. You know, this is the, the primped and photoshopped picture. And here's what you actually, oh. You don't actually look like your picture, do you? Ooh, yikes. Uh, well, I mean, the, I'm hungry, though, so... Right, I'm hungry, you're here, let's do this. You didn't even get a picture of me, you had no idea who was going to be eating you today. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not exactly a prize, either. <laughs> look, again, four in the morning, I'm pretty drunk. I've slopped down, like, half my cup of coffee at this point, you know? Right. I'm not exactly in a place to be, you know, holding high standards for my meal. <laughs> this is not the place. You know, it's a Denny's. You kind of already know what you're getting yourself into. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, like this is not... <laughs> this ain't the fucking Ritz, man. You're, you're at Denny's. Yeah, yeah, you, you do not fucking care. No, not at all. Mm. Uh, but you know what? And here's the thing. They're good, good listening public. I rag on Denny's a lot. I know I do. However, no matter how bad Denny's is or however terrible it is, it will never go as low as Waffle House. Waffle House is, is just... Hey! Good. You're not even bottom of the barrel, but you're, you're scraping the barrel at that point. I will not hear this slander against the House of Waffles. Waffle House has been there for me. Like those motherfuckers, like, they're down to fight. They'll fucking throw a chair out. They are they are open twenty four seven with their fucking seven time felon cook. The gentleman cooking my eggs is smoking into them. <laughs> I can't tell if it's a cigarette or a joint, and honestly, don't care. <laughs> Uh, like he's ashing into the tray and not into my fucking hash brown, so we're cool. <laughs> thanks, bro. Hey, can I get a hit? <laughs> Hell yeah, thanks, man. That, oh, man. That's that's service, all right. 
Like, if you go to Waffle House and your cook and waitress aren't outside having a cigarette and what is possibly a, a drink, I don't know if you got the right Waffle House, man. You know, do you know the, the Waffle House standard for hurricanes? Oh, no, please enlighten me. Whenever a natural disaster happens, not just hurricanes, but I think mostly hurricanes, uh, one of the things that FEMA does is see if the Waffle House is open. That's one of the first things, because the Waffle House will fucking operate, all right? Like, I went to Waffle House on, like, Christmas and New Year's because it was the only thing open. Like, the motherfuckers who work there, like, that's it. Like, <laughs> you you ain't wrong that it's kind of, like, bottom of the barrel, but, like, that's the joy of it, man. Like, like hey, we always here. Like, if Waffle House is closed, it's serious, all right? Like, it's serious fucking business. The Waffle House isn't open. Like, they couldn't get people... Get people to come to the Waffle House. Also, a, a favorite story of mine about a hurricane is somebody was like, I couldn't get police or anybody to go check on my grandma, so I called Papa John's and asked them to put a uh, phone to her face. Like, uh, <laughs> fucking cops. They're the worst. But the pizza guy, dependable. The pizza tried, got your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get over the fucking FEMA's whole thing. is like, oh, man, has the, somebody check the Waffle House, see if it's still good. Like, yeah, Waffle House is open. It's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Right. Like what? The waf- all the Waffle Houses are closed. There's not one open in a three in a ten mile radius. Send FEMA. <laughs> this is clearly a national fucking emergency. My God. <laughs> How are they surviving without waffles? <laughs> Very poorly made waffles, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about how well they're made it's just that they're there like hey it says waffle house we're giving you a waffle like yeah i, I guess that is technically a waffle thank you is it is it, is it good it, it is a waffle right this is like little caesars man it's hot and it's ready is it good it's hot and it's ready right like, like hey waffle house is open oh is it good it's open <laughs> And I, I will love, uh, what is it, covered in top. That's how I like my hash browns. Cheese and chili. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man, now I want Waffle House. I'm kind of hungry. Oh, God, I don't think I've ever been in the mood once for Waffle House. I've gone to Waffle House, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever actually sought it out. Yeah, no, I have definitely had moods for Waffle House, but that's the thing, man. Like, I have, like, an iron gut, and sometimes I just get, like, the craving for, like, the worst food. Like, I get cravings for White Castle. Like, uh, you know what sounds good? sliders with with some chicken and a cheese stick on top of it dipped in marinara sauce uh i i I knew like i knew my like i don't want to say disdain but my general distance from white castle was justified when even futurama made a joke about it (laughs) oh white castle yeah see that's another one that's like it's four in the morning let's get like 30 small cheeseburgers it's White Castle. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> you can eat like yeah, three of them and not get any weight. You know, because of all the diarrhea. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the thing, man. They had an excellent marketing fucking thing with The Crave, you know? Like, I feel like they did like a little social hypnosis with that. Like, White Castle, what you crave when The Crave hits. And then they just kept saying it, and it was all in all their materials. And then sometimes I'd just be like, oh, man. The Crave is it, man. I, I fucking got some money. And then, of course, there was the movie. Like, I paid to watch a two-hour, uh, an hour-and-a-half commercial for White Castle. <laughs> it's a funny fucking movie with Neil Patrick Harris. As a, as a, I completely forgot that that movie existed for a second. There are three of them. It's a trilogy. You said the movie. I was like, there was a White Castle movie. Fucking Harold and Kumar. God damn it. <laughs> oh yeah no 
Movies are big commercials nowadays. Hey, speaking of which, I've got a question. Have you seen the trailer for the Barbie movie? This looks like, quite possibly, the most fucked up movie I have seen in a hot-ass minute. Right. I think uh, my girl described it best when she said it's some sort of fucking fever dream. That, that's, that's what it feels like. This feels like a dream you have while you're really sick and kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then you like wake up from it, you vaguely remember it like, oh man, I still kind of feel sick. But also, what the fuck was that dream I just had? I'm going to try it is. I'm going to try to write that down. It's <laughs> it's like they were like, hey, should we make a movie like, you know, like, like it's Barbie and like, how would girls play with Barbie or should we do like something meta? And they were like, yes, we'll do, we'll do both. We'll do the big pink Barbie thing. Oh, she's floating down from her house. They have the synchronized dance. And then she's having a meta crisis halfway through. And we go into the real world. Like, okay. Okay. What the fuck? What are we doing here? What is this? See, like the GI Joe movie is just like, like, okay, if boys played GI Joes, this is what it'd be like. The Transformer movies are like that too. Like, here you go. You know, like, Oh, we're saving the world. Here's Optimus Prime. God, what are they on? Movie number seven with that? Uh, Beast Wars, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's seven. I just really hope that this one isn't racist like the like the Michael Bay ones were. <sighs> I do not have high hopes for Transformers not being racist. God, <laughs> I think it was was it the second one where they had the twins? Yeah, that, <sighs> with the teeth, and it was like, fuck, man, who okayed this? Michael Bay, that too. Yeah, but like other people must have looked at it. Like <laughs> people had to. <laughs> I, see, that's the thing. I'm not sure if it speaks to stupidity or just all the racism that's inherent where people were like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Right? Everybody will be okay with that. Nobody was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. What the fuck? <laughs> nope. Nope. Not at all. They were just like, good job, Michael. This is going to make us millions of dollars. And it did. Like, everybody made the complaints, but like, people went and saw it. And then they made movies after that, too, which were also they racist. Third one. Yeah, which were also they racist. Fourth one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, a fourth one, and then a fifth one. I think there was a Bumblebee movie. There was the Bumblebee movie, which apparently actually wasn't bad. Yeah. I, that... I heard that one was okay, because that was the first one that dropped Michael Bay as the director. Yeah, I, I heard that it wasn't so bad either. And it did have John Cena, and he looked kind of funny in it. <laughs> he was the only person who was like, they're called Decepticons. Listen to the name. That's bad. <laughs> Like, yes, yes, it is. Deception is in their fucking name. Oh, man. Oh, mercy. Uh, yeah. Lord have mercy. God, uh, there's another movie coming out rec- uh, like that I saw a trailer for recently that I'm just kind of sitting there like, this is a whole new breed of what the fuckery that I just don't think I'm ready for. And I can't think of what the hell it is now. It wasn't Fast X, was it? that's already at the point of like I'm, that's not what the fuckery that's a point of me of like why are we still here why are we still doing this who's still watching these what are you doing I mean the, they got the Flash movie coming out which oh Ezra Miller yeah yeah that's got a whole fucking load of problems with it and I'm like here. I think the biggest problem too with that one Hand of God really is the fact that I'm like the movie itself honestly just doesn't look that bad mm-hmm it's the fact that, you know, Ezra Miller sucks. Well, for, uh, some of the early reviews are also saying that it, it's also bad. How is it? Yeah. Well, some people liked it, but other people were like, like, yeah, the CGI is bad. The story's not that great. And like, it's cool to see Michael Keaton, but like everything feels forced with him. Well, 
you know, at that, then you know what? I feel, I feel fine then. I'm like, okay, you know what? You don't have to see it. Oh, I'll probably see it like, I don't know, when it comes to HBO Max or whatever, maybe. Or maybe I'll just pirate it so nobody gets any money from it. I mean, I would never do that. That's a crime. You shouldn't pirate things, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, just make sure you have a VPN when you don't. I mean, if you were to happen to do such a thing, you know, VPNs, I hear, I hear as I understand it, are, you know, are... are VPNs are, are totally reasonable uh, because, you know, people just shouldn't be tracking my whereabouts online anyway. You know, it's none of their fucking business what I'm doing, which is totally legal. Everything I'm doing is totally legal, but it's nobody's business. So, you know, VPNs. Oh, shit. I So I pulled up. Uh, I, I got it, by the way, the movie that I was thinking of. Uh-huh. Um, I don't even know how like tapped into this you are, but I am extremely tapped into it because this is very much my generation thing. Uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. You know, I I'm only aware of Five Nights at Freddy's because of the internet. Like, it's a game, right? Yeah, yeah, it's I, a video game. I've never played it. Like, is it, it's a streaming game, right? That's like the thing. It wasn't. Was it on a platform? Tell me the history of Five Nights at Freddy's, because like I think the trailer looks cool. I did see the ripoff version with Nicolas Cage. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Willy's uh, Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. I did not see it. You should absolutely see Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> I've heard it's weird as shit. It However, is. It's so fucking weird. Okay, Five Nights at Freddy's. Kind of regale me with the Cliff Notes history. So Five Nights at Freddy's, I'm not like super into like the deep history of it. I know it was made by a dude who was like close friends with Toby Fox, who was the guy who made um, Undertale. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that they had her... Yeah, that was something else. I can't remember now. Anyway, um, it, it the reason it got popular was because this was like one of the first games that really kind of hit like the YouTube scene. Because like back when like YouTube was still like first in like you know its impetus stages, you know. Right. This yeah. was the one that kind of like launched it. Of like you can like people are watching other people play a video game, you know, and mm. that was like you know a, a pretty not not like a brand new concept, but like a a concept that I think Five Nights at Freddy's really helped popularize. Which is what helped, you know, gain its popularity and its notoriety. Mm-hmm. Popular YouTuber Markiplier, this is basically the game that put him on the map. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the one that, like, launched his career and launched him to superstardom. So, like, it's just, and it has a lot of traction behind it. Allegedly, and this is something that I have I have no room talking about because I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about when it comes to it. The lore for this game is just, like crazy weird and super deep and goes just like batshit insane because like there was so i think there are like three mainline five nights at freddy's games maybe four if i'm thinking correctly mm-hmm. and then there's just like a bunch of like web comics and a few spin-off games that just like go super in depth into like whatever the fuckery of this whole thing so there's but there's like there's a whole like you know a whole fan base cult following for this, you know. Right, right, right. For, yeah. for, the, for this weird ass game, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, like I've been aware of it, like in the peripheral, due to the internet, since basically it came onto the scene, and it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, that looks wild." It's like you know some sort of horror game that's a uh, fucking oh what was it Showbiz Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese, you know? Like I should look into that, and then of course it's ADHD. Like I always put it in the back of my brain, and then never do. So. <laughs> And, like, I do want to say, too, like, Five Nights at Freddy's also, just to, to really give the the first game its, its fair shake, mm-hmm. it was really revolutionary insofar as it was a horror game where you couldn't move. You were stationary in one spot, huh. you know? Because, like, they've done, you know, survival horror games. Those have been around forever. Yeah. But you always had agency. You always had the ability to, you know, you went here, you grabbed this gun, you went there, you boarded up this window. This was just sit in one spot and 
keep yourself as safe as you can, which was a really cool and unique concept when it first came out. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's the thing. I've never even played the game. That sounds wild. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I think you can get them on, I think you can get, like, the original Five Nights at Freddy's on Steam for basically pennies these days, so, like. Right, yeah. Well, maybe I'll look into it. But, yeah, I saw that uh, they got the movie coming out for that. Matthew Lillard's in it. Love him. Absolutely. Always great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. You know, you know how it is when they turn you know um, a property into a movie. It can be a kind of a crapshoot, especially games. Oh, it always is. Games have a fucking terrible track record. I know they can make good. Uh, the Mario Brothers movie is killing it lately, but uh, absolutely. I see. I remember the original Mario Brothers movie with fucking Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, yes. That thing oh, is a oh fucking God. train wreck. Okay, so. Now that you've mentioned that, I'm going to bleed into the last segment that I want to, like, we can touch on really quick. Okay. So, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it is, it, I, I, it's terrible. Oh, it's, it's so bad. It's so awful. None of it works at all. Why is there a dance <laughs> sequence in it? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? It's so great. Right. Oh, like, no. hey, you remember that giant fish from the games? Now she's a lady that Mario has to dance with. <laughs> Also, what? Uh, apparently, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, for most of that movie, were drunk off their asses. Yeah, they they could tell how bad it was going to be, and then just got drunk. Pretty sure was it John Leguizamo? One of them broke their hand in one of this, and you can see it in the movie because like a door slides into their hand, like while they're driving. I think it's John Leguizamo because I'm pretty it's sure John Leguizamo. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, broke his hand during fucking filming because that movie was just a fucking nightmare. And of course, I love that they set it up for a sequel. You know, like uh, Daisy busts in at the end, like, "Yeah, I need your help." And it's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go do this." And like the people were like, "Oh no, you're not. not none no. of this. <laughs> no. that, that will not be necessary." <laughs> what a fucking movie. God, dude, but it's. It's so entertaining. It's so good. It's so fucking good. I love that. I love that movie. And I think because we've we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Truly terrible movies that we still love. That we're still like wonderfully entertained by. Oh yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. Know? Well, I think uh, the last episode we talked about uh, Sleepwalkers, which is yes, uh, a, a perennial favorite of yours. And fun fact, like. Uh, while we were talking about it, I mentioned that I love the movies, the movie Critters Two, which is also a bad movie. Like, I'm, it's I'm terrible. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> but I love it all the same. Well, do you know what I I found out uh, between now and then? Mm, what's that? Same fucking director. Get the fuck out! Are you serious? Sleepwalkers and Critters Two were both directed by Mick Garris. Yes. Yep. Yes. Oh, and he's directed oh He's directed some other things, too, that I was like, oh, let's see. Yeah, he directed. Yeah, when you look him up, like Sleepwalkers is the first one. And then Critters 2 is like third. There's something called Nightmare Cinema in between it. Uh, he also directed the um, I don't know if you all ever saw the 1997 made for TV, The Shining, that was more faithful to the book. I actually did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was very good. Yeah, it's not that great. But Stephen King wanted something that was more faithful to book. You know, he hates Stanley Kubrick's version. Oh, yeah, no, despises that. Yeah, because, you know, there's the whole part, like, that that movie was him, like, dealing with his alcoholism, if memory serves, you know? And so, Pretty like, much, yeah. there's, like, a whole redemption part at the at the end, you know, where Jack kind of gets it together and saves his family, you know, as a, as a last act of redemption. But, of course, Kubrick was like, eh, none of that shit. And so, and then there were other changes, of course, that he didn't like. 
let's see. Uh, Mick Garris also directed, of course, uh, he did one of the Masters of Horror, which was a Showtime series. Psycho 4. It was a Psycho 4? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they, what the fuck? They make needless uh, uh, sequels all the time. Looks like he might have also... Oh, screenplay. Okay, that's what. Mick Garris uh, helped write the screenplay for Hocus Pocus. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, look at that. Weird. Uh, no, if I if I may my, share one of my favorite so bad it's good movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. All one of my all time favorites in that range mm-hmm. will still be and always is Batman Forever. <laughs> God, that movie's like, fucking terrible. That movie, it, it's so okay, okay, okay. So here, I so mean, it's Batman no Batman and Robin. And Robin. Yeah. Batman and Robin hits the point of, like, this isn't even fun anymore. This is just kind of terrible. Yeah, you've got, you know, um, Schwarzenegger doing his, you know, stupid uh, ice puns, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, it's, it's good for a few chuckles. But other than that, that one's just kind of like, oh, oh, oof, this is uh, this is not great. Batman Forever, on the other hand, has just the light amount of stupid that I'm like, <laughs> I, I, this movie is so fucking good. This movie is great. It is, a, it is it is it is a cinematic masterpiece <laughs> it is it's it hits so many of the great high notes it's i mean come on you've it's got, got the nipples to, it's got the bat nipples you've got tommy lee jones as two-face you've got motherfucking jim carrey as the riddler come on i cannot sanction your buffoonery Oh, oh God! I don't, so I do not remember if we've mentioned this on this show or not. We might have, but I don't I, think so. I, I, I think we've mentioned the I can't. I cannot sanction your buffoonery, but it's always a good thing to mention that fucking Tommy Lee Jones just could not stand Jim Carrey. Still can't to this day. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones has been a. Cr- I'm pretty sure I said this exact same thing. Tommy Lee Jones has been a crotchety old man since I was a kid. Yeah. No, it's I. He. It's. It feels like he's just been that way forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, when did Men in Black come out? Like the nineties, like ninety six or ninety seven, maybe ninety eight, somewhere between ninety six and ninety eight. Here we go to Google. Yeah, um, Men in Black, the original one came out nineteen ninety seven. There we go. Called it. Yeah. Ninety seven, and he was still kind of just a crotchety old man in that. You know, he was he was the old tough. You know, the the curmudgeon. The, 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 yeah, the, there it is, the curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. I knew there was a word that I was looking for. I was like, "There's a perfect word to describe the thing that Tommy Lee Jones does in like all of his fucking movies." Because uh, that's the other thing. That's one of my complaints about movies nowadays. Is like a lot of people don't actually act. You know, they're just themselves in like whatever movie, which. I guess it's fine, you know, like, like, oh, here's Jonah Hill doing his... I mean, Jonah Hill tries to act sometimes, but, you know, like, Tommy Lee Jones sure. is basically, like, a curmudgeon. And if you get Tommy Lee Jones in a movie, you know why you're getting him in the movie. Like, him trying to do the Two-Face thing, I think, was maybe the last time he tried to act. Probably, and it didn't go well. Exactly. He was like, ah, fuck this. I'm just going to be a curmudgeon from now on. When I try to act, they put me next to these buffoons. Oh, hang on. You know what? Now I gotta look it but up. But like, uh, like the rocks, basically the same in every movie. Vin Diesel, Jason Statham. You know, they're they're just kind of the same in every fucking movie. Um. Uh, okay. Here, hang on. Here we go. Batman Forever, nineteen ninety five. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nineteen ninety five, folks. Might have been the last time Tommy Lee Jones attempted to act. <laughs> yeah. After that, he was just like, "Damn, they know what they're getting when they're hiring me." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, because um, um, 
who the uh god why am i you literally just mentioned him because he's back in the flash um for michael keaton uh, for batman ba- uh, michael keaton thank you mm-hmm. michael keaton was batman for uh you know uh batman and batman returns Val Kilmer was only Batman for Batman Forever, and then they scrapped him and brought in motherfucking George Clooney for Batman, and boy, was that just bad. Yeah, he didn't even, like, try to do a Batman voice. Like, what the fuck? No. What is this movie? Hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. Hi, I'm Batman. (laughs) The Bat Card. Never leave the cave without it. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Who made that card? Where did you get this card? (laughs) Oh my god! Ugh, oh god, man, oh, that was again. that was worse than the Bart Bat anti shark repellent. God, really, honestly, but no, like so, like I said, Batman and Robin, like that. It's it's just kind of a miserable slog. Batman Forever, though, I have so much fun with that movie. I really do. It's so entertaining. See, I think I feel that way about like. Okay, I know they made a Mortal Kombat recently, which was which was a solid movie. I had fun with it. You know, I, I give it like a, a three out of five stars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the the old ones from when I was a kid, like the first one, it's a bad movie, you know, it's silly or whatever, but it's fun, you know. Yeah. But the second one is just bad. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, Hell yeah. That is a painful <laughs> movie to fucking watch. Sometimes this thing shows up in my Facebook memories. I think it's twelve years old now. Sometimes, but it's like I'm gonna rewatch Mortal Kombat Annihilation to see if it's as bad as I remember. And then, like two hours later, like yes, it is just as fucking bad as I remember. Do not waste your time. <clears throat> but like, I was at work, so <clears throat> of course. Was that, was that the one that was on the? Um, uh, you will die. You. We'll die. Yes. Is that the one? With the yes. Head? That's the yes. one. Oh, that, that's the one with a terrible Motaro. Some people get killed. They just try to shoehorn shoehorn in like every fucking character. Oh god. You know what's a bad one that I enjoy though is the Street Fighter with fucking uh, Jean Claude and Raul Julia. No, that movie is that movie is honestly pretty great. I honest to God, it actually has some really good lines. It has good lines in it and some funny, some genuinely funny lines in it. Yeah, no, uh, it has one of the greatest lines that I still quote all the time to this day. For you, the day M. Bison came to your town was the most important day of your life. For me, it was Thursday. Oh, God, so good, man. And Raul Julia, man. Rest in motherfucking peace. That dude fucking nailed that shit. But yeah, that movie's bad. And like, It's terrible. It's especially funny like when you read all the uh, behind-the-scenes shit. Like, when like they originally talked about the movie to like the writers, that you know, they were like, oh, we'll only have, you know, like five, six characters from the game tops, you know? Yeah. And they're like, okay, that's manageable. And then they came back and the studio was like, we need 20 characters in this fucking movie. <laughs> Just, just fucking pour them all over the fucking place, you know. Here's a, here's Jean Claude. Here's Cammy. Here's I can't even remember what the Native American cam- character's name is. I think it's Tomahawk or something. I think it's something terribly racist. Something vaguely racist or terribly racist. One of the two. Hang on, let's go and look up Street Fighter characters real quick. You, sure. you go ahead and keep going. I'm just gonna go. Yeah. DJ's in it. Zangief, Dalsim, Blanca does his whole fucking transformation. Ken and Ryu are in it. Balrog, Vega, Sagat, E Honda, Chun Li. I feel like I'm even missing some motherfuckers, but like, like there's a you whole. Mentioned Blanca, right? I mentioned Blanca because they do his whole Blanca fucking. D- they do his whole transformation <laughs> in the fucking movie. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And they got Jean Claude Van Damme playing American hero uh, Guile. <laughs> Guile. 
Like, Although, I, I will say, they did have the Guile flash kick in there, which I was, every time I think about that, I'm like, man, they really did have him do the flash kick. They did. Point they, for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did that shit. They put it in there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so that's that's, that's one of the bad ones that uh, I fucking enjoy. I mean, oh, it's, oh, it's pretty great. Yeah, here's some other behind the scenes info on that that I know offhand. Um, the chick who played Cammy is actually singer Kylie Minogue. Um, she had a, a few hits. She's Australian, but she had a few crossover hits. You know that la 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 la. That song. Do you know that one? Uh, no, no, I, I know, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I'm, her. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was, I think, like 19 at the time of the movie filming, but uh, her and Jean Claude Van Damme uh, started hooking up, and he was married and having an affair, and apparently just coked out of his fucking mind the entire time he was making the fucking movie. So that's fun. Outstanding. Great job, Jean Claude. Uh huh. And I'd also like to compliment Ming Na Wen on going on to become Mulan and uh, being an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and now being in Star Wars as a Fennec. Great career. Good for her. Hell yeah. Now she kicks ass. Fuck yeah. Uh, All right. I feel like we have rambled long enough now. Yep. We're at the 50-minute mark, so this is good. So time for disses. Hell yeah. Break them out, brother. Okay. Let's start uh, with Nancy Reagan. Evan, have you ever had to pee in a cup for a job? Uh, no, but I have had to do it for, uh, high school. My, the high school that I went to, uh, occasionally did, uh, random drug screenings. That's stupid and terrifying. I yes, not, it is. I did not know that. Uh, Catholic schools, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about it a little more next, uh, next episode, if, hmm. if you want me to. Oh, yeah, you can talk about your experience in Catholic, in Catholic high school. I'll talk a little bit at grade school, and I will talk about Pizza King. It'll be fun. Excellent. <laughs> All right, but please, continue. Uh, well... The uh, I have had to piss in a cup several times for jobs, and uh, this is all because the Reagans uh, implemented uh, urine screening for federal employees back in the 80s, and it basically just started a whole wave of jobs requiring urine screening. So fuck you, Nancy Reagan, and your whole Just Say No anti-drug campaign, which still to this day requires people to fucking piss in cups just to fucking be able to feed themselves and house themselves. Fuck you, leave me alone, and let me smoke pot on my fucking time off. I just buy fake piss anyways and pass them. Because no, if they don't look at you peeing, then all you have to do is make sure it's body temperature and pour it in the cup. And it's always funny to me because when you buy it, it's called fetish urine. <laughs> That's true. Because don't you have to buy it like a sex shop or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, well, a sex shop or a pot <laughs> shop, yeah. You, you can find, quote-unquote, fetish urine. Outstanding. All right. And as far as Elon disses, a lot has happened in uh, the world of Elon in two weeks because, you know, he's just a fucking train wreck of a man. That's uh, true. There was the uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, Meatball Ron, Tiny Ron uh, campaign launch, which was, of course, plagued by fucking technical difficulties because Twitter is a bad platform since Elon took over. He is bad at managing it and has fired most of the people and everything keeps fucking up also you can upload movies now up to two hours because tucker carlson's going to be hosting a show there and people have been uploading like shrek the third and shit because uh <laughs> by buying the blue check marks to upload the shit because hosting it is costing elon more money than they're than he's making on their blue check marks so there's that but what i really want to do is actually just uh play this clip from an interview he did because he fucking mutilates 
uh, a movie quote. And since we're pop culture people, I feel like that's fitting for our little motif. So I'm going to play this clip of him mutilating uh, a famous movie quote, and then we'll make fun of him for it. Excellent. Okay, let's expand this. Play. Do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say, I don't agree with his political position because, and I know it because he shares so much of it. Or are there advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yacarina will come and say, you gotta stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet. This is a real pause. He's just staring blankly. You know, I'm reminded of uh, there's a scene in The Princess Bride great movie great movie um, where he confronts the person who killed his father and he says offer me money offer me power I don't care you know so yeah, that's Elon butchering a quote from The Princess Bride. <sighs> and he's butchering it. Okay, so the, the scene he's talking about that he's trying to remember is when Inigo finally, of course, meets the six-fingered man. And, you know, he does the whole, he does say, offer me money. <laughs> offer me power. Offer me anything I want in the world. And then, you know, the Count's like, all oh, that I have and more, and blah, 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 stabs him in the heart. And then he stares at him and just, so intensely delivers the wonderful fucking line, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Now, of course, there's it's something... Great it's a great scene. Yeah. The issue here is Elon, Elon Musk sucks. He misquoted that fucking quote, fucking butchered it. And all of it is about a dude who is desperate, you know, to avenge his father, who who's, uh, felt like this the entire time. But what Elon's talking about is like, I'll tweet what I want. I don't care. Like, bro... Bro, that is... Ugh. <laughs> ugh, you are such a fucking loser. And just the 13-second the fucking pause, just like... Bro, have... Uh, yeah, no. Dude sucks. Uh, he sucks and he's an idiot. He is. Well, but that, that's all I got. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, that'll be it for us this time. We'll be back again in, like, two weeks with another episode. Until then... Uh, like, share, uh, Evan's friend. I hope you enjoyed our Indiana commentary. There will be more next time. I'm sure, I'm sure. Well, there might not be, but who knows at this point. <laughs> who knows? Who can say? But uh, we'll try. We'll fucking try. For you, Evan's friend. Just for you. All right? So oh, you can try. I'm not going to. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess you're not that good of friends. Oh, he loves me. <laughs> well, until next time. Must have taken a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Yeah. But, uh, 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 <laughs> well, you know what? I still, I'm still holding out. One of these days. One of these days. One of these days you're gonna get it. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, new crimes. <laughs> <laughs>